Greetings, everybody out there in Dreamland. Namaste and salam. Iron sharpens iron, and a friend sharpens a friend. Thank you all very much for tuning into the broadcast of the Beyond Top Secret Texan. I am the Beyond Top Secret Texan. I am broadcasting to you from the third coast, coast to coast, Gulf Coast of Texas. It's my pride and privilege to be doing this. Thank each and every one of you listeners, new and old. This is your first episode. This is your 400th episode. I sincerely appreciate it. We've released at a schedule of one episode per three days for the last three years on average. And we're going to keep that right the fuck up. Hopefully even releasing more as the situation becomes even more streamlined. Including the production of full-length books, novellas. Uh, picture books with evidence as well as um, documentaries and other video projects like you know volumes of uh, projects in consistent series like I did the former original secret space program super soldier program videos uh, reformatting those re-editing those and releasing them in uh, downloadable long-form content so absolutely awesome uh, news on the front of the production and everything like that we're just getting into it where the schedule is uh, very popular uh, absolutely seeing just figures go up statistics go up analytics go up numbers going up charts going up everything is going up viewership download rates etc donations going up Thank you, each and every one of you, out of the many, many people who are doing this, who are going forward, who are stepping forward uh, across the line from free. And I understand times are tough, so absolutely no pressure, no, no. But I understand there's a free option. The free option is liking, sharing, and subscribing, following the channel, leaving a five-star review, uh, telling me what you would like to change or what can I improve. Uh, supporting by joining communities like on Telegram or on Twitter, supporting and liking uh, posts on there, filling out comments in the comment section, checking out the the Odyssey videos on odyssey.com, looking at the really uh, Beyond Top Secret Texan videos in the archives there. You know, just basically perusing the archives that I've created, the catalog, the portfolio of work I've done, catching up, doing your homework. That's the free option and all that's free for you too all that's free to you you can check out the dark web videos you can check out the news posts check out the daily updates on twitter or formerly twitter x now currently x you can check them out on instagram you can check them out you know on the social media other website and all that stuff like that uh the website's mostly just for the podcast though the podpage.com slash beyond top secret text and that's mostly for the pod page for the podcast but you can check out old episodes hundreds of episodes hours long each all about different awesome subjects, different audio books, interviews, etc. All for you, the listener. That's for free. That's the free option. But donating and subscribing, you get exclusive episodes. You get close to 100 exclusive early episodes that I consider basically the garage tapes, the, the, the getting the operation, operational, you know, check it in to see what my condition was in. Of the, of the whole experience the Beyond Top Secret Texan Evolution. You get those exclusive, awesome episodes for subscribing to the Spotify for Podcasters uh, direct you know, membership itself, which the link would be available on the Spotify page. Um, you can catch this podcast on any, pa- any podcast platform, by the way, but those exclusive offers are offered through Spotify. 
It's also symbolic of your support just of the podcast itself, support of the podcast and the experience, um, you know, as independent journalism, as far as conspiracy radio goes, as truth radio goes, I shoot straight, I shoot to kill, I one shot, one kill these, this shit, but I always have uh, new things to say. I never go over uh, old territory, never repeat old talking points, always have unique, awesome, one-of-a-kind perspectives on things that you can't find anywhere else, you know, not just repeating other people's talking points or anything. Like the mainstream, like the lamestream. I don't do the same cases like, like Mothman and shit like that, like all the dumb fucking wannabe newbies that get the traction on YouTube, etc. get. So if you want something real, if you want something advanced, if you want something lethal and weaponized, um, then definitely you come to the right place with the Beyond Top Secret Texan. And supporting by donating a dollar, two dollars, three dollars, five dollars, ten dollars directly to Cash App, Cash App, which is dollar sign Beyond Top Secret Texan, all one word, lowercase. The icon can be found uh, on the Twitter page. For example, Twitter page right next to the title of the account, there's a Cash App icon for donations. Um, we accept all amounts. We know times are tough as well. But so if you have a dollar or burning a hole in your pocket, if you have $5 to spare, $10 to spare, uh, would like to buy me a pizza, think of it as a coffee. Thank you all very much in advance for supporting independent journalism, advanced ufology, and perspectives of Texas and Texas-based conspiracies that are unique to the internet. Especially, I am the only person in town doing this. I am the only person in the world doing this. Uh, the only person globally talking about Texas in a matter-of-fact, advanced, conspiratorial-focused uh, way, uh, understanding secret societies, understanding the occult, understanding space programs and their reality, and talking specifically about matters that affect Texans like you and I, hopefully, is if you're listening to this, no matter if you're from Texas or not, you're a Texan to me. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's rock and roll, as the kids say. We're talking about drugs, sex, and rock and roll today, or at least the founding father of all the sex, drugs, and rock and roll in America. And that is the combination of Satan and Lucifer. Specifically, their incarnations, the Satanic Temple and the Church of Satan. And their various Luciferian front cults and covens that operate openly as a organization of influence as powerful as most Protestant Christian sects as well as other legitimate religions and openly vie for political influence and public attention and their recruitment efforts to advance their ideals, their satanic ideals, mind you, openly satanic at this point. Not a conspiracy to say, not an exaggeration to say. The Church of Satan and the Satanic Temple have satanic agendas. 
not a conspiracy point at this point to say. I say that a lot. I understand. And you can say it was so satanic about this organization. They are the Church of Satan. They are the satanic temple. Actual, organized, religious groups with non-profit tax-exempt status recognized by the U.S. government that do things like hold open invocations for city council groups in the state of Texas sue the state of Texas to keep abortion legal as protection of religious rights and under under uh, the exemption of, pol- of religious persecution do things like open and publicly fund abortion clinics as close to the borders of Texas as possible so that Individuals seeking to break the law or break, to commit a, a act that is illegal in the state of Texas can have sanctuary and operating in thus as an outlaw activist organization as well as openly trying to position themselves into further and further power within our schools, within our societies, our cultures, with our youth, and with the middle class. The ruling class is the middle class in Texas, by the way. Numerically, and just by the shift of the center of gravity, the super elite have always existed, and they exist like kings, but just as far removed as anything else from the people, you know, in their ivory towers and in their massive ranches and stuff in these big cities and out in the, in the, in the country and stuff. Uh, and most of them are international. Most Texans who get money are as cultured and civilized as any ruling class, say, in Italy or in uh, you know Europe, England, or anything. And they have as much a sophistication as, as any wealthy millionaire Arabs. They travel the world. They travel to exotic hotspots like cons, film festival, etc. And a, and a billionaire Texan is just like a billionaire anywhere else. In fact... A lot of billionaires aren't from Texas who currently live in Texas, such as Elon Musk, etc. And you have to put this in perspective. Texas is not a cartoon. Texas is a state with 25 million people. 25 million people. Growing to 27 million people by the end of this year. With individuals from hundreds if not thousands of different communities countries cities states across not only north america but across the world migrating to texas at a rate that's never been seen in history with literally millions of people from california pouring in to give it some perspective, but all over the country, as well as from all over the world. So, just like how Elon Musk is technically a Texas billionaire at this point, given that how much of his resources and factories and, and offices and space and stuff like that, he's moved uh, from California and Nevada to Texas, specifically because of business, one can just simply estimate how many dozens more of these figures exist. So the billionaire class isn't really what I'm talking about. Those people are already Satanists. They're already uh, weirdos of occult societies and secret societies and different Illuminati groups that operate globally because they are, in all essence, jet-set globalists. From the Howard Hughes days forward, very deeply in bed with the deep state to the point that they are the deep state, uh, operating like, let's say, gods and goddesses, 
amongst millions of workers that cultivate their lands, which they have uh, total permission to travel on and then rule. Like Jerry Joneses of the world and stuff like that. When you own the Dallas Cowboys, you're not subject to the bullshit daily existence of a person in Texas. You're, you own the fucking Dallas Cowboys. You own literally a worldwide symbol of Texas prosperity and uh, you know tradition, and it makes you billions of dollars a year simply on merchandising alone because of the hundreds of millions of fans you have because of the great reputation that the state has, right? Because of its, of its uh, beautiful qualities and its, its unique date with destiny. I say that only to exclude them because this isn't really about them. This is about middle class and working class, college educated uh, folk who either worship Satan, have joined the Satanic Church, have moved here and brought their practices with them from other places, as well as they view the area as canvassable and uh, ripe for the recruitment of the locals and influence of the local community trying to uh, counteract and, and, and exist in opposition to the Christian right, quote-unquote, the Christian fundamentalists, the Christian Baptists, uh, Protestant sects, Pentecostals, uh, Catholics, etc., that already exist in Texas, as well as the various other religious cults, just like how Islam, Hinduism, Zoroastrianism, and the many different cult groups that I listed before exist in Texas. Except this is a massive organization. This is these are two organizations that are not together. The Temple of Sat, uh, the, the Satanic Temple, which is the TTST, the TT, T, uh, sorry, TST, the Satanic Temple is not the Church of Satan. And the Church of Satan is the older organization known as Anton Levayan Satan, uh, Satanism with the Satanic Temple emerging from it. So, to clarify moving forward, this is a real religious organization that many people in Texas could be recruited to in terms of political, liberal like, you know, affiliations and shit like that, as well as the realistic uh, demographics that they deal with. This isn't, this isn't like, oh, super eyes wide shut, sex parties with the governor and the governor's mansion and stuff like that, Freemasons that own oil companies. This is, these, are, these are teachers. These are regular people. These are um, everyone from the sex industry workers to the pharmacists who work at uh, convenience stores and stuff like that to... Um, the people who drive trucking outfits to the people who drive, uh, you know, supply trucks to the grocery store. All of them could be possible members of these organizations as their American right to be. This is not conspiracy theories. These are options that are existing in the religious fabric of Texas currently. The cashier at HEB that you go to to buy your groceries could be a fully ordained priest in the satanic temple. If you go to Dallas or Houston, the chances are very likely that you have encountered a full member, literally a card-carrying member of the Church of Satan, and that they were somebody that, I don't want to glamorize it by saying a police officer or somebody, but they were probably someone like a teacher or a medical worker 
or uh, someone you met as a, a literally in the service industry, maybe a waiter, a cook, um, a, a manager at a coffee house, um, or something along those lines. Chances are, in your life, if you live in Houston or Dallas or Austin or San Antonio, you have met one of these uh, individuals. They have helped you or been very influential in some of the events of yours, having power in that element. And just think and multiply that across the entire state, over 25 million people and the vast diversity of the state in each city, et cetera, et cetera. So we'll talk about them in their time. Uh, we'll, we'll get to all the points that they, they just to sum up, like, like they cover the surface, you know, the, the tip of the iceberg and everything like that. We're not going to try to try to go um, shock value on this one and talk about human sacrifice or animal sacrifice or um, child abuse or anything. Although, yes, that's absolutely 100% what we've already implied and we've already covered them doing. And yes, I understand that they kill people on Halloween and their satanic holidays as human sacrifices because the Crawlian aspect of it and everything. But... If for sake of just being as rational and straightforward in the presentation as this is possible without making the true crime leaps, without becoming lurid and using the kind of fear porn of it, because, yes, the fear porn part of it exists, and I understand this is why we don't like them. This is why they are considered enemies, because they're antisocial terrorists um, at some point that justify their that, that justify their actions and crimes against other people as part of this game that they're playing, that's basically a gigantic live-action role-playing, a LARP, in service of demons and satans and devils, which do not exist in any metaphysical ancient uh, tradition. They're not. There's no. There's no Hindu Satan, and demons themselves are just a jinn or reference of non-human intelligent life forms. So a lot of times they're doing these things just in sake of like worshiping reptilian beings or primate type like Bigfoot Yeti creatures, and that the the entire satanic goat horn thing uh, is kabbalistic, and it's in the, the goat of Mendes and this pagan. Uh, ram worship that's that Romans uh, partake in. It's like Roman deities and Bacchus and Dionysus and shit like that. And it's just, it's a lot of fucking bullshit. And it really is. And that's, I kind of want to say that right now. It's just like, I, I don't have any fear of the Satanist. And I think Satan doesn't exist. I don't think the Christian Satan um, uh, eschatology is real. Uh, if anything, Jesus and God rule over hell. There is no Satan in the equation, and Satan, Shatan, was a lawyer version of an angel that was given permission to walk in and out of the Earth's estate, up and down the estate, and inside and outside the estate, inside the Earth and outside the, outside the Earth, and it was basically the ruling, judging angel of all beings that existed according to God's law. God's decree, which is still why we have, legacy-wise, Satan ruling in hell, Not, and then we created this bullshit Gnostic, Kabbalistic, anti-God, anti-Christ type descriptions of the fall of God and Lucifer and like this rebellion and, and war in heaven and that became really fleshed out and live at, and Lord driven and stuff. They get motivations and stuff. But really this is all um, uh, to try to explain the, the bridging of sky and co cosmological orders and, and advanced societies and high spirit societies with our primal 
and rooted uh, existence in the flesh in the real time, much more symbolic than any fundamental belief of angels actually getting cast out of heaven and after a war and uh, Lucifer being a physical being with hands and like feet and legs and a face and like having like a corporal limit to their existence that that's outside their body and then a body that's inside their body under their control and that I don't I don't I don't think demons are real. I don't think Satan is real. I don't think Lucifer is real. I don't think Beelzebub is real. I don't think any uh, payment all of that shit. I think all of it's fucking fake. Beelzebub's fucking fake. These are personifications and literary creations, metaphors, manifestations of very entropic real factors of natural law and order created by the all-powerful Alpha and Omega God Jehovah. God Jehovah who created all good and all evil, all clean and unclean, all straight and bent matter. And it is by God's will and decree that this was determined to be so and cannot be made unso by the individual powers of men or collective powers of men. As put forth, so mote it be. Literally cast in stone. And I believe that even the, the, the creation of the concept of Satan is itself extreme foolishness and just the personification of man's inner rebellion and uh, propensity to do violence and wrong based on selfishness, bestial uh, desires and urges, which is why I think Satanism, if anything, is more of a hedonistic sexual cult based on taboos and the acceptance of them. It's why so many of them are connected to political uh, movements like the LGBTQ and pedophilia networks, as well as, say, bestiality, etc., because it's do what thou wilt, it's do... Uh, it's do it's it's basically uh, fulfill one's desires, live only for a nihilistic sense of sexual gratification or self-validation, and then um, you know they do not even ponder anything deeper or, or more meaningful than your flesh body and your limited perception of the uh, garden of good and evil as it is, right? So I'm saying, like, even as a mental thing, it's very limited. As a spiritual thing, it's almost non-existent. Historically, it's complete fabrication. So I have no reason to respect or fear or, or treat it at all with difference because I'm not of a Catholic mindset. So it doesn't, like, oh, Dante's Inferno, which is also a metaphor created by um, the Romanized Italian, the paganized versions of, like, um, of, of good and evil, which was just a political satire hit piece based on the guy's, Dante's political enemies inside the Catholic Church. And it's based on Italian history. It's not a real spiritual destination or element. And no amount of belief will create it so. Sheol, uh, Hades, etc. Even those completely uh, unreal uh, descriptions of the afterlife based on just a narrative and metaphorical function for this uh, creative cycle, which involved discussions of subterranean realms which were existence into the people's reality they had caves they knew about tunnels they knew about the stuff they included them because they were extremely fascinating extremely mysterious and evoked a lot of emotion and thus a lot of attention as well as served as true metaphors for death and for life itself mortality uh, and you don't need to really go further into that as a psychological reasoning 
between men's understanding of life and death and what death means according to life like in comparison to life and it's necessity of that duality which in itself is God's very plan uh, and then we would try to invoke Adam and Eve and decided to try to create a, another anti-god Kabbalistic um, creation fable where oh well God Satan was in the garden with the God man and Eve and God that doesn't exist there's no quadrangle to it there's no sephiroth to it with the serpentine lower chakra penis uh, symbol metaphor uh, sex is not inherently dirty or evil and it never had to be the whole metaphor and, and creation story of the Genesis story happened because the Babylonian Talmuds worship Satan worship literally a reptile a serpent serpent of Satan and uh, the Catholics the Pope is a Pepe which is a uh, Sumerian Egyptian word for snake and serpent the Pope and this is all based on serpent worship it's all based on the person the change of the dragon the serpent with its sexual metamorphosis and re regenerative cycles and ancient desert type worship of these uh, serpent cults into uh, the falsified version of what Christianity has been accepted as including the demon and devil enemy figure Satan who is represented as the serpent in all these stories which is actually the god of the Gentiles and, and the, the Adonai and the god of the Jews the Adonai, the Yahweh figure. Uh, read the story of the Exodus Moses. The brass serpents come down and, and to support Moses. To support Moses' law and his rule against the apostate golden calf worshipping Isis worshipping Egyptian apostate Israelites. But that's not here nor there. The point is, fuck the Church of Satan. They were completely fake and gay. And uh, fuck it, come at me. I don't give a shit. Exactly. I just explained away your entire religion is invalid. And I get that it's a theosophic, and that's what I'm going to read too. That is basically just the definition of a New Age religion. It is completely based on just absolute non-theistic bullshit, organized with symbolism, and meant just to be edgy. And just to kind of like invoke memes and shit. And it's 100% Reddit, but just the spiritual occult version of Reddit. It's just a bunch of nerds and neckbeards that are insufferable and like neo-nazis and alt-right assholes who are like just gay perverts and into trans sex and stuff like that and that are like finding uh, a way to identify in a group because they're lonely because of their personal choices have forced away the only natural and organic um, or maybe they're just from a small town and bored exactly or maybe they're just abused and traumatized and they're trying to act tough and I think that's what a lot of this is, but they're trying to get their way, and they are a reality. The satanic group, the Church of Satan, they are a reality. But that's my opinion on what they are and what they mean. Let me read their own words for what they stand for and what they are. We'll go first with the older group, the Church of Satan. The Church of Satan is a religious organization dedicated to the religion of Levian Satanism, as codified in the Satanic Bible. The Church of Satan was established at the Black House in San Francisco, California on Walter Gisnacht, April 30th, 1966 by Anton Xander LaVey, who was the church's high priest until his death in 1997. In 2001, Peter H. Gilmore was appointed to the position of a high priest and the church's headquarters were moved to Hell's Kitchen, Manhattan, New York City. 
Members do not believe that Satan literally exists and do not actively worship him. Instead, Satan is viewed as a positive archetype embracing the Hebrew word, a root for the word Satan as adversary, who represents pride, carnality, and enlightenment, and of a cosmos which Satan is perceived to be motivated by a dark evolutionary force of entropy which permeates all of nature and provides the drive for survival and propagation inherent in all living things. The devil is embraced as a symbol of defiance against the Abrahamic faiths, which LaVey criticized for what he saw as the suppression of a humanity's natural instincts. In his book, The Satanic Bible, the Satanist concept of God is described as Satan's true self, a projection of his or her own personality, not an external deity. Satan is used as a representation of personal liberty and individualism. The church describes the structural base as a cabal that is underground cell system of individuals who share the basis of our philosophy. The church rejects the legitimacy of any other organization who claims to be Satanists. Scholars agree that there is no reliable documented case of Satanic continuity prior to the founding of the Church of Satan. It was the first official organized church in modern times to be devoted to the figure of Satan. And according to Faxnild and Peterson, the church represents the first public, highly visible, and long-lasting organization which propounded a coherent satanic discourse to the public. Their beliefs include the, uh, or the uh, sorry, their beliefs are actually the opposite of what's usually assumed. The church does not believe in or worship the devil or Christian notion of Satan. High priests. Peter Gilmore describes its members as skeptical atheists, indicating the Hebrew word for the word Satan as opposer or one who questions. Gilmore rejects the legitimacy of theistic Satanists who believe Satan to be a supernatural being or force that may be contacted or supplicated to dubbing them devil worshippers. In an interview with David Shankbone, high priest Peter Gilmore stated real feelings is that anybody who believes in supernatural entities on some level is insane. Whether they believe in the God or the devil, they are abdicating reason over emotion. Gilmore defines the word Satan. Satan is a model or a mode of behavior. Satan in Hebrew means adversary or opposer, one who questions. Gilmore went to add, Satanism begins with atheism. We begin with the universe and say, it's indifferent. There is no God. There is no devil. No one cares. The church has stated its contention that they are the first formally organized religion to adopt the term Satanism and asserts that Satanism and the worship of Satan are not congruent. The term theistic Satanism has been described as oxymoronic by the church and its high priests themselves. Members of the Church of Satan have appeared, this is a fun trivia fact, on talk shows like The Phil Donahue Show, Nightline with Ted Koppel, Entertainment Tonight, The Late Show with Jay Leno, Secrets and Mysteries, and The Sally Jesse Raphael Show. Anton LaVey personally made many such appearances, as his daughter did, Zana.
the church's high point in popularity ironically came from a case of murderer Richard Ramirez, who was publicly described by national press as a self-avowed or a self-made Satanist and appeared in court with a pentagram drawn on his palm. In an interview in 1989, Richard Ramirez stated, I am beyond good and evil. I will be avenged. Lucifer dwells in us all. The Church of Satan follows a formulated system of degrees based on meritocracy. These degrees are not open to application or to request and are only awarded to those that demonstrate excellence in the understanding and communication of satanic theory coupled with personal achievements in the outside world as a Satanist. These degrees are registered member. There is no degree. Active member. There is the first degree. Witch warlock. The second degree. The priestess or priests. A third degree. A magistar or magistra the fourth degree and the MAGA or the MAGUS the fifth degree agents of the Church of Satan are individuals who have been trained to serve as contacts for local media and other interested parties there are two subsects called the Priests of Mendes and the Council of Nine members of the full priesthood make up the Council of Nine which is the ruling body of the Church of Satan of which Magistra Templa Rex Blanche Barton is the current chairmistress. Individuals who are part of the priesthood are those who act as spokespersons of the Church of Satan. The priesthood is exclusive to third, fourth, and fifth degree members. Members of the priesthood may be referred to as reverend. The high priest and priestess act as administrative chiefs and primary public representatives. Each position, the high priest and the high priestess, is held by a single individual at a time. The Church of Satan evaluates active members for the priesthood by their accomplishments in society, their mastered skills and peer recognition within a profession or career, rather than by mastery of irrelevant occult trivia. While expected to be experts in communicating the satanic philosophy, members of the priesthood are not required to speak on behalf of the Church of Satan at any given time and may even choose to keep their affiliation and rank secret in order to better serve their personal goals as well as those of the organization. Membership in this higher priesthood is by invitation only. These clandestine associations in the Church of Satan are known as grottos. Grottos are associations or gatherings of Satanists within geographical proximities for means of social, ritual, and special interest activities. The Church of Satan no longer formally recognizes or charters some grottos. The primary reason for the end of the grotto system publicly was that only a small minority of members ever participated, with some grottos becoming rogue and forming separate sects. 
Also, once publicly listed, a grotto has failed to remain secret and unknown to a larger populace, thus dictating the grotto to be officially no longer formally recognized. Sorry, the page had a load. Leaders of these grottos are so-called grotto masters and report annually to the central office of the Church of Satan. Now, in comparison, their second largest rival in this, in this larger world of satanic theory, of satanic worshipers, is the satanic temple. Also, a non-theistic religious organization that is primarily based in the United States, but with additional congregations in Canada, Australia, Finland, Germany, and the United Kingdom. It was co-founded by Lucian Greaves. The organization's spokesperson is Malcolm Jerry currently. The organization uses satanic imagery to promote egalitarianism, social justice, and the separation of church and state, supporting their mission to encourage benevolence and empathy among all people. The Satanic Temple has utilized satire, theatrical ploys, humor, and legal action in their public campaigns to general to generate attention and prompt people to reevaluate fears and perceptions of taboos and to highlight religious hypocrisy and encroachments of religious freedom. The Satanic Temple does not believe in a supernatural Satan. Instead, it employs the literary Satan as a metaphor to promote pragmatic skepticism, rational reciprocity, reciprocity personal autonomy, and curiosity. Satan is thus used as a symbol representing the eternal rebel against arbitrary authority and social norms. Adherents generally refer to the religion as Satanism or modern Satanism, while others refer to TST's religion as compassionate Satanism or the seven-tenant Satanism. The organization's participation in public affairs includes political actions as well as lobbying efforts, with a focus on exposing Christian privilege when it interferes with personal religious freedoms. It considers marriage a religious sacrament that should be governed under the First Amendment protection of religious liberty, which should prevail over state laws. Because the group regards inviolability of the body as a key doctrine, it also views all restrictions on abortion, including mandatory waiting periods, as infringement on the rights of Satanists to practice their religion. Make, make that what you will. Because that's what exactly what it means. And that's what we're going to get into. They own an abortion clinic. They operate out of New Mexico. So they have different outreach groups. This one's just like the Church of Satan. It has its tenants. It has its followers, etc. It's basically the same thing. It has its own holidays. February 15th is Lupercalia. April 30th is Hexanaut. July 25th is Unveiling Day. October 31st is Halloween. December 25th is Sol Invictus. It has its seven tenets. People are fallible. It only makes a mistake. What you do is best to rectify it. It's all boring shit. 
One's body is inviolable, subject to one's own free will alone. One should strive to act with compassion and empathy towards all creatures. It, it's all their bullshit that they, they always say they believe in. It has different campaigns and initiatives, and this is where it basically uh, starts affecting people in Texas, etc. These campaigns and initiatives are providing rehab groups specifically for addicts without a religious overtone, or at least with the the, uh, the anti-theistic protection of the satanic church, or the satanic temple. Sorry, the satanic temple, TST. Um, specifically as the sponsored religious group for rehab and AA, especially court-ordered AA in some states. You have to go through a rehab program. Most rehab programs are run by churches. And um, like in the AA program, people don't know that's Alcoholics Anonymous. You have to start believing in God. You have to accept God as part of your daily sobriety affirmations. It's, it's fucking 100% a violation of church and state and forcing people to believe in a religion or follow religion. And that's exactly what it is. There's a huge controversy around it. So the Satanic Temple offers an opportunity to choose the Satanic Temple as an officially recognized rehab church. The Gray Faction. The Gray Faction offers legal aid for anyone and exposing malpractice and pseudoscience associated with Satanic ritual abuse conspiracy theories. The Gray Faction protests at medical conferences, initiates legal actions, and petitions medical boards... The faction has protested conferences held by the International Society of the Study of Trauma and Dissociation with advocates for the discredited practice of recovered memory therapy. They were opposed to prayer in schools. Or actually, they are against the abolition of prayers in schools and they in January 2013 assembled and supported Florida Governor Rick Scott who signed a law Senate Bill 98 which allowed student led prayer at school assemblies the group further stated that this bill did not specify a religion and that they would be celebrating because the could be led by a student from any religion, including the Satanic Temple. They quote-unquote came out to say, we are coming to say how happy we are because now our Satanic children can pray to Satan in school. They hold pink masses, which are masses held against anti-LGBT groups like the Latter-day Saint churches or the Westboro Baptist Church, including a, at one point getting a member getting arrested after it consisting of two gay men kissing over a Jonestown grave in a private cemetery while Greaves touched the tombstone with his penis and enchanted an incantation intended to change the deceased's sexual orientation. He was issued a misdemeanor charge 
And this happened in Mississippi, and he was banned from Lauderdale County, told that he would be arrested if he ever returned. They also hold same-sex marriage ceremonies in some states. They hold black masses, like the one they held at Harvard University campus. And it was sponsored officially by the Harvard Extension Cultural Studies Club. The event was forced to relocate off campus due to significant protesting and opposition by Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Boston-led Christian students and school administrators. They achieved a lot of notoriety nationally in the USA after a monumental bronze sculpture depicting Baphomet, the goat-headed, angel-winged occult idol, with two children accompanying a, man, a little boy and a girl, was crowdfunded in 2014 and unveiled the following year on property. Outside prominently, the Ten Commandments statues at the state capitals of both the Oklahoma and Arkansas State Courthouse. They run openly a Protect the Children project, which launched by the Satanic Temple in the spring of 2014. The Protect Children project aims to the First Amendment protection to support children who may be at risk for being subject to mental or physical abuse in school by teachers and administrators through the use of solitary confinement, restraints, and corporal punishment. They unveiled billboards in Texas, which read, Never be hit in school again. Exercise your religious rights. The Satanic Temple. And they counter-protested at Planned Parenthood institutions around the country, including the Texas State Capitol, and held counter-protests, including guerrilla theater performances, where men dressed like clergy poured milk on kneeling actresses dressed like nuns, then performed a mock abortion on the Virgin Mary. This caused almost a full-scale riot with Christian protesters in 2013 outside the Texas State Capitol, who chanted, Fuck you and hail Satan back while holding signs reading, Stay out of mommy's vagina. And then yada, 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 they do things like they had a Muslim refugee program after the terror attacks in Paris. A lot of the satanic temple people were trying to support and defend Muslims. They had a demonization of Junipero Serra, which after a Catholic priest was uh, canonized to become a saint, that they had a counter-canonization and cursed him to hell. Pentagram ritual in which they performed a massive satanic ritual for a politician named Steve Hill where they hoped that he would be the first satanic temple member elected to public office. 
They own and operate a program called After School Satan. It's an after school education program and daycare center sponsored by the Satanic Temple. It was created in July, uh, July 2016 as an alternative to Christian based after school groups and Sunday schools. They hold a Los Angeles Satanic Mass that was filmed by crews from Vice and Nat Geo. They very publicly challenged legally the Scottsdale City Council of Scottsdale, Arizona in 2016 to invocate a prayer at City Council. The Satanic Temple's Arizona chapter to give an invocation to City Council meeting was first denied and it was based denial on the grounds that the only groups with substantial connections to the community were allowed. The pastor of First Southern Baptist Church of the Scottsdale was selected instead. is apparently officially suing them doing that. And then there's even other similar groups to that. Smaller groups that have already schismed off. So basically you get the general understanding of how that operates. Now the active operation centers in Texas for the Satanic Temple and this is just the Satanic Temple. The Church of Satan is its own separate branch of Satanism that operates legally, tax-funded exemption as a recognized religious continuation of church. Right? It is a it is a cult. It is a faith. It is a church that you can join and has membership all across Texas and groups all across Texas. Right? So this is just the Satanic Temple, the new one, the one that we were just reading. And these are their groups in Texas. You have the Satanic Temple in Austin, Texas. You have the Satanic Temple in Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. All of these have Facebook groups, by the way, and email addresses and websites. The Satanic Temple of Houston, Texas. The Satanic Temple of San Antonio, Texas. And the Satanic Temple of El Paso. So yeah, basically full coverage in all the major cities. As I said before, the chances are in Dallas and Houston are very high that you've met somebody who is a full member. Probably dropping their kids off to school alongside yours.
And that's a hell of a lot more than most places have. Most places only have one per state, and we have one per major city, given our massive uh, size. They actively recruit on their website. All you have to do is fill out a small information uh, request of your name, email, state, province, phone number, that kind of stuff, and pay a fee. For example, to register membership in the Church of Satan, not the Satanic Temple, the Church of Satan, the actual Anton LaVey membership, right? This is all you have to do. If you wish to join us to show your support or appreciation, you can become a registered member. For a one-time registration free of $225 in the United States currency, you'll receive an embossed crimson card declaring a member of the Church of Satan. This card is your means for identifying yourself as a genuine member of the Church of Satan to other members. If you expect to meet another member for the first time, be prepared to produce your card. Likewise, you may be expected to produce a scan of your card to certify your membership to other members online. We suggest that you keep your card in a safe place and only take it with you if you think you might have a genuine need to produce it. Anton LaVey established a fundamental house rule governing our members' obligation towards each other. The Church of Satan functions as a mutual admiration society, a refreshing change from the climate of backbiting and disrespect that is rampant in society. Thus, those who affiliate are not required to like, appreciate, or praise one another, what should be expected within an association of wildly diverse individuals. However, they must refrain from publicly attacking or antagonizing each other. Additionally, such membership in this organization is strictly private. Members may not out other members who have chosen to remain underground. Violating these dictums is grounds for self-disaffiliation or formal expulsion. No further dues will be expected. There are no further obligations. You must be legally an adult in your nation of residence. See our youth come on a kick for clarification of this issue. Carefully follow the instructions and join the Church of Satan page to become a registered member. All of our articulate members are encouraged to represent Satanism in whatever appropriate situations may arise, but they do not officially speak for the Church of Satan unless they are members of a representational hierarchy, which is our priesthood, or have been granted agent status. And it's just that simple. A one-time payment of $225 will get you at least in the door as a registered member until you become accepted and degreed, just like in the Freemasons. One down payment of $225 gets you your official card-carrying Satan status as a, as a true foot soldier of Satan. Which remember they do not believe in. They do not believe in. 
by the way. Making making the, the pictures of them wearing goat horns and devil helmets with little horns and red black suits in public. Just the stupidest fucking thing because it's like 100% a LARP based on the goat of Mindy's the satanic imagery without them actually having to say that they 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 actually believe in Satan. Like I said, that's the one thing that they are they are smart enough not to buy their own bullshit. That's the kind of image they want to get while still doing the bullshit that they want to do under this under this pretext of a LARP. But yeah, they operate. They're operating right now in Texas. And let's get into some of the headlines that they're responsible for. So just quickly Google searching and bringing up the headlines. The Satanic Temple, for example, the most famous thing they're doing, according to Texas, is not only creating lawsuits against the abortion ruling and the um, governor of Texas' many different conservative policies... But they're actively trying to circumvent our law by doing things like having the first satanic abortion clinic, which is the world's first openly religiously sponsored abortion clinic. That's right. The satanic temple crosses the line and actually provides the human sacrifice, child sacrifice of the 21st century. Because of course it does. And remember, it's not a theistic society. It doesn't truly believe in Satan, but it believes in bodily autonomy, meaning that if you want to kill your own child before you have them, that is totally okay to do because it's your body and you have complete control over who you and what you do to it. Well, who you become, right? It is called... TST Health. TST Health on Google Maps. It is in New Mexico. And this is the Satanic Temple Health Center. It is known as the Sam Alito's Mom's Satanic Abortion Center in New Mexico. And it sells merchandise. Everything from calendars to t-shirts to teddy bears to little stickers of a caduceus on top of a pentagram. That's right. And you can donate to TST Health and help fund abortion and the killing of innocent baby life because it's your baby to kill. Not because of Satan, not because you worship Satan. And not and they did they did uh, file some lawsuits to protect it as a as a religious sacrament, right? As one of the things that they did do. They also put up billboards. And try to legally challenge the abortion ban in Texas. They've had public campaigns and try to mobilize their memberships to out to vote and oust politicians who supported the legalization of abortion. And who's to say 
How many of them have supported Democrats and other liberals, say in Houston or Dallas, that continue their LGBTQ anti-family agendas? Besides their literal putting of their own symbols and monuments with their own funding in front of state capitals, their operating of sects and cults and groups within Texas openly in all major cities and recruiting, what else have they done? Well, let's just quickly uh, look it up and the, the old search engine here. They hold art shows, and one of the things that they do, they have illegal teams that try to defend other Satanists or people who are supported of Satanists or enemies of Christians, of which they try to uh, fight for them by protecting their civil rights, their civil liberties, as well as to um, fight and challenge Satanic ritual abuse memories and accusations of organized satanic ritual abuse cults. This is the things that they really do here. So make out what you will what their true agenda is. Remember, they don't publicly believe in Satan. By the way, they don't publicly believe in an actual devil. Let's just say they always say that they don't publicly believe in an actual devil. Yet every single thing they do is pentagrams, baphomets, skulls of goats, evil, blood, 666, upside down crosses, etc. Dogs, like murder, hell, fire, all that good shit. Brimstone, uh, you know, deviant sexuality, uh, BDSM and its rape overtones, pedophilia, homosexuality, abortion, all that good shit, right? But it's freedom. It's freedom. They want freedom. They're in that way. They're just as American an apple pie as George Washington, right? They just want freedom. And this is some of the propaganda that they push in their big cities. So I just want to read this so you don't think that every Texan, including the people in Houston and Dallas, are enemies of this. They definitely have a lot of friends in high places. A journey to hell. My visit to Houston Satanic Temple's art show. The artworks were terrifying. But the people were nice. This is written on December 21st, 2022, by the way. At the Texas Monthly. Texas Monthly is the official Texas magazine, by the way. It covers cultural and art, and art issues. It's super elite. Tommy Lavin wanted to clear up some misconceptions about Satanism. We were sitting on a bench outside the Hardy and Nance Studios, a sprawling art complex northeast of downtown Houston. It was a warm Saturday evening in early December, and the studio was hosting an exhibition called Left Hand Illumination, Visions of the Occult. Tommy, a 48-year-old IT executive, moonlights as an ordained minister in the sat Satanic Temple's Houston's Congregation, which organized the show. He wore a pentagram necklace, an Irish kilt, and Adidas slides over green socks. Do Satanists drink blood? No, 
Satanists kill babies on the stroke of midnight? No. Do Satanists have great big orgies? Sometimes, Tommy laughed. That's up to the people. According to Tommy, Satanists don't even believe in Satan. For them, the devil simply represents the spirit of nonconformity. And the congregation's website explains to embrace the name of Satan is to embrace rational inquiry removed from supernaturalism and archaic tradition-based superstitions. He lives in a conservative suburb of Houston where his neighbors don't speak to him. His children have been bullied at school. To protect his family's privacy, Tommy declined to give his real last name. Being a Satanist isn't an easy journey, Tommy acknowledged. You're probably going to get ostracized. You're not going to have a large group of friends. At work, Tommy keeps his beliefs to himself. His colleagues have no idea they share an office with a minister of Satan. Founded in 2018, the Satanic Temple of Houston has a congregation of around 20 members. They originally held meetings at Brash Brewing Company in Houston's Northside neighborhood. The brewery closed during the pandemic, so the congregation is currently looking for a cool place that will let us hang out, buy food and drinks, and doesn't mind a bunch of strange-looking Satanists hanging out at their venue. Until then, members will be putting, uh, keep holding monthly book club meetings at various coffee shops around town. Inside the exhibition space, I met Tommy's wife, Tracy, who is wearing a black dress over a BDSM-style body harness, accessorized with earrings that appeared to be made from snake vertebra. She sat behind a merch table selling satanic-themed t-shirts. One of them said, Houston established 666. The candle holder, shaped like Baphomet, a winged goat man whom Satanists have adopted as their mascot. Before meeting Tommy in 1998, Tracy had considered herself an atheist, but the more she learned about Satan, the more she found to like the figure. The figure of Lucifer, she says, is there to help people who have a choice and knowledge and to encourage them to educate themselves. He's a literary figure who brings knowledge. The Left Hand Illumination exhibition included several dozen satanic-inspired artworks. Baphomet was a favorite subject, with depictions ranging from the sinister to the humorous, including a goat enjoying a bubble bath with the caption, Bath Time. As in Baph, Baphomet, Bath Time. Monsters, skeletons, and women in various stages of undress were also popular. Around 8 o'clock, the lights dimmed for a performance by Akshamal, a trio of multi-instrumentalists who dress up like extras from The Wicker Man and play some of the creepiest music I have ever heard. My girlfriend said that they put a spell on her. Visitors strolled around the gallery, checked out the artwork, and tried to stay clear of the Akshamal band members who were using a branch to flick water at them as they walked around the audience. For more than a decade, Tommy and Tracy belonged to the Church of Satan, which was founded in 1966 by Chicago-born autodidactic Anton Zander LaVey, author of the Satanic Bible in 2013, a renegade faction dissatisfied with the Church of Satan, lack of political engagements, broke away to establish the now popular The Satanic Temple. Based in Salem, Massachusetts, the organization now has around 40 chapters across America, including Austin, Dallas, and San Antonio, plus outposts in Australia, Canada, Finland, Germany, and the United Kingdom. In contrast to the Church of Satan's lower profile, the Satanic Temple has made a name for itself through political activism. 
In 2018, after Arkansas lawmakers allowed a Ten Commandments monument to be erected on state capitol grounds, the Satanic Temple tried without success to install a seven-foot-high Baphomet statue beside it. More recently, it has demanded an exemption from Texas abortion bans, claiming the ban infringes on the religious belief that life begins at birth. Satanism has long held an allure for people who feel marginalized by society. In the Satanic Bible, LaVey elaborates a libertarian, hedonistic philosophy that condones any type of sexual activity which properly satisfies your individual desires, be it heterosexual, homosexual, bisexual, or even asexual if you choose. The Satanic Temple of Houston would be donating proceedings from the Left Hand Illumination exhibit to the Montrose Center, a nonprofit that supports Houston's LGBTQ community. The congregation also partners with Montrose Center for its annual Menstruation with Satan campaign, which distributes menstrual hygiene products to Houstonians in need. In 2019, the temple sold tickets to a black mass at the Brash Brewing Company to coincide with the release of Brash's latest beer, a double coffee milk stout called Black Masses. Around 100 people bought tickets to the event, which also attracted protesters from local churches. I always thought it was ironic, Tommy said. You know, Satanists don't show up at Christian churches on Sunday mornings or at their charity meetings and try to stop people from doing their thing. Prospective ministers of the Satanic Temple must take an online course and complete a background check, after which they are licensed to perform weddings, funerals, and so-called unbaptisms. A lot of people were baptized into a religion unknowingly, said Casey Wintershins, a Houstonian public sector worker who was ordered or ordained in 2021. An unbaptism is a way for people to say, I'm disaffiliating with this religious tradition and reclaiming my own spiritual autonomy. On the street outside the exhibition, around a dozen local vendors were hawking Luciferian wares. T-shirts, handmade crafts, jewelry, occult books. Attendees' fleshly desires were not ignored either. Jacqueline Lira, a proprietor of screwed-up Tapatios, was selling a deep-fried snack that resembled flatas. She wore a black T-shirt emblazoned with the words heavy metal. I've been looking into Satanism, she told me. I grew up Catholic, but I didn't follow that path later on. Nearby, Brittany Falcon was manning a booth that sold 3D-printed jewelry, such as an upside-down crucifix. I've always admired what the devil represents, she told me. Knowledge, wisdom, getting back up when you fall down. He's the bringer of light. Honestly, Satanists are some of the nicest people you'll ever meet. The end. End of article. What a what a hard-hitting investigative piece of journalism into the Satanic Temple art show, which, at the time of this writing, which was 2022, has to be considered, in all honesty, very normal, very commonplace, very everyday in the fabric of Texas' large communities. Metal communities, metal bands, metal clubs, metal bars, people wearing black, people wearing satanic stuff, people wearing pentagrams on their shirts is something that wouldn't even change, like even get people's attention. You wouldn't even look up from your coffee in most Texas towns, most Texas towns, if someone walked in wearing full black on black on black with the pentagram and the satanic tattoos and the whole thing. 
going around, you know, saying Satan bless you, you know, all that good shit, and like prop, like handing out flyers for satanic meetings and stuff, they would just be considered part of that group, that genre, that community that we don't have to be inside, but we know it coexists. In fact, this article has zero comments in the comment section. It has zero comments in the comment section. That's how, that's how much of a non-issue it was. It's because it's so fucking normal that they're here and they're just out protesting, moving about, having their movements, etc., etc., etc. Their illegal efforts, for example, gain a lot of traction in the court systems. Not only culturally with their arts and with their, with their vending and with their group meetings, etc., uh, but legally they get a lot of respect in the courts as Satanists because of their uh, diligence and they basically provide a lot of public defense. Now, here's this article by NPR, by the way, by NPR and KEDT. So not any other... This is, this, these are major news articles. These are major news producers in Texas. Texas continues to exonerate people who were wrongly convicted during the satanic panic. Texas courts are still exonerating people who were falsely, quote-unquote, falsely convicted and imprisoned amid the moral satanic panic of the 1980s and 90s. Their persecution has been declared based on lies and conspiracy theories by judges. Conspiracy theories are nothing new. Texas is still grappling with the aftermath of a false panic in the 1980s that saw dozens of the states accused of bizarre child sex abuse and satanic ritual crimes. It went so far that it set innocent people to prison, some of these people for years. As Texas Public Radio's Paul Flahiv reports, to this day, people are still fighting to clear their records, and a heads-up to listeners, the story does involve allegations of sexual child abuse and murder. With a few strokes of a pen, Judge Christine Del Prado dismissed the case last week of 75-year-old Melvin Kinney, giving him his good name back. This was the final courtroom step in Kinney's exoneration. He had spent eight years in Texas prisons. He had registered as a sex offender and saw his four children pushed into foster care, all for a crime the courts and his family now say never happened. In 1991, Kinney's nine-year-old son told a court that his father sexually abused him. Kinney stood accused of leading a satanic cult that murdered children and trafficked them sexually. Now an adult, his son has publicly recanted his testimony, saying he was pressured by his mother and her therapist to say those things. Mike Ware is Kinney's lawyer. Mike Ware is a member of the church, or the temple of Satan. Sorry, the satanic temple. This is a good day for justice. Standing in the courthouse steps in San Antonio, Ware says the accusations sound ridiculous now. He's with the Innocence Project of Texas and says during the 1980s and 1990s, the nation was going through anti-satanist hysteria. Ware says children were being coerced by ill-guided professionals 
and religious extremists to make these outrageous, demonstrably false accusations that have now been proven false beyond all doubt. According to a 1992 FBI report, hundreds of victims made fantastical and bizarre allegations that offenders had killed people and sexually abused children, as well as terrorized them as part of what is now called the Satanic Panic. Thousands were accused. Far fewer, but many still, were incarcerated. Ware helped four San Antonio women get out of prison for similar satanic sex abuse allegations nearly a decade ago at the beginning of his project. One Austin couple that he has helped has spent years in prison after being accused of abusing children in their daycare. The accusations included transporting them by private jet to satanic conclaves in Mexico. The problem with all these cases was the lack of hard evidence, says retired FBI agent Ken Lanning, also of the Innocence Project. Ken Lanning, no word if he's a member of the Satanic Temple or not, Ken Lanning uh, says no matter what the police did, no matter how hard they tried over and over again, they simply had no evidence of certain aspects or accusations of these crimes. Despite the corroborating evidence, and despite witness testimony, the lack of hard evidence proved that people were convicted by juries based on the testimonies of therapists and the children alone who were unreliable witnesses. Lanning says investigators pushed the cases because they brought into the false satanic conspiracy based on personal biases. And a lot of them, it grew out of their personal religious beliefs. That is what they believe. The evil in the world, the real devil, is what we believe in. That's what they think, quote-unquote. Kenny's ex-wife had become enraptured in religion. She was also mentally ill. After the exoneration, Kenny's son John Parker's eyes were wet with tears. He said to the reporters that he feels guilty over his role, but he has forgiven his deceased mother for her actions. The son, named John Parker's, says this, Instead of getting the help with real mental problems that my mother needed, she was experiencing, you know, she was persuaded and kept mentally ill with pseudoscience and superstitions of the church that she belonged to. Melvin Keeney says, yes, he was wrongfully accused, but the impact on his family goes well beyond him. His ex-wife was unable to care for their children, so they were pushed into state foster care after his arrest, which did a lot of damage. Yeah, I was the victim, so what? My four children were the real victims in this whole fiasco. That trauma was unnecessary, and what they went through mentally was severe. After 30 years, he says he hopes the final dismissal helps the family continue to heal. For NPR News, San Antonio. You have that article. And then we have articles of Satanic Churches, Church of Satan members, 
specifically Satanic Temple members because of their high politicalization. Uh, passing lawsuits to fight Texas abortion laws, and that's been stated before. But also giving invocations to city councils, including such major cities as San Marcos. That's right. Satanic City representative gives a invocation in San Marcos. There's also this article about the satanic uh, temple of Satan, a satanic temple, and their legal uh, efforts. In a more critical way, but I don't want to read the whole article. But quickly it says, the Satanic Temple, not to be confused with the Church of Satan, which is why I mentioned both of them, has been grabbing headlines for years by saying it would help protect the right for abortion by claiming it as a religious sacrament protected by the First Amendment. There is no evidence in Texas litigation that the legal theory would do the slightest good, and the organization itself is deeply problematic. Although it does give the figure, which is hard to gather, by the way, it's hard to actually look at this figure up, that they have an active membership in the Satanic Temple of around 700,000 individuals. This puts them on a scale of a small cult like the Unitarian Universalists. Just skimming over the article. Obscured some of the more disturbing aspects of the Satanic Temple. For one, Greaves himself has several links to white fascist ideology. He illustrated an edition of the proto-fascist tome Might is Right by Ragnar Redbeard. The book has since become a seminal white supremacist work and cited as mandatory reading by Stormfront. The man responsible for resurrecting Might is Right from Obscurity, Shane Bugby, had Greaves on his podcast in 2003, where Bugby's wife claimed Jews exaggerated the Holocaust for political gain with no response negatively from Greaves. Greaves' association with Mark Rand as a also goes noticed. 
When the temple, when the satanic temple sued Twitter for discrimination, Randoza was their lawyer. He's a minor alt-right celebrity who has publicly defended both Alex Jones and the neo-Nazi website The Daily Stormer. Because of this, there has been a split inside the group and further division amongst their ranks. To sum up, the Satanic Temple has spent at least a decade trolling the legal system with little success and actually rolling back Christian nationalism are popular front movements. Its leader has a history of lauding white supremacist literature and associating with defenders of outright and admitted Nazis, seemingly tone-deaf to the irony. The legal framework for restoring abortion to Texas involves an ignorant reading of law and claim that would make every church in America able to act as a pharmacy or whatever they wanted, gun shop, etc. The temple raises hundreds of thousands of dollars and multiple former members say that the accounting is completely opaque with much of the money going directly into the leader's pockets. There is simply no reason to join or donate to the Satanic Temple if restoring abortion access in Texas is actually their goal. And this was from the Houston Press. Here's another article from South Texas, My San Antonio, My SA. Satanic Temple aims at South Texas District's corporal punishment policy. Our religion doesn't believe in hitting children. Their billboard erected over US 281 says this was put directly in front of Three Rivers Independent School District who gives parents an opt-in option for students to be disciplined with corporal punishment. Most people are saying it is merely a publicity stunt. While others are concerned that the group is active in their rural South Texas community. Which it is. It is. They're active everywhere. And they're connected. They can easily just take the road trip, get a hotel, and then go back to Austin or Houston. And there are as many public uh, positive roles, by the way. There are as many positive articles from the Daily Texan, from the Austin, talking about their um, charity work, their legal work, food drives, school supply donations, 
just like any attempt at creating PR, they are very, very active in their local communities trying to recruit members into their church. It's a wide, statewide network. It is a nationwide network. It is an international religion. It is an international church network. Maybe unorthodox to the extreme, but definitely very politically active, definitely very community active, and definitely very active to recruit, to gain support within higher-ranking intellectual societies, but also not without, not invulnerable to criticism and critical thinking. So it's a constant battleground. They have not won like they have in California, where they're giving carte blanche and full permission to operate with almost a pride of, of say, the Church of Satan. So Texas is still uh, an equal battleground. This is just one of the elements on the left, one of the elements of the internationalist, the left of the Texas independence uh, part, Texas nationalists. And if you don't believe me about their international motivations, their, their, their actual funding, their source of organizational power is international, using Texas as a battleground uh, over the greater spirit of America and Americana. Here are some article headlines just from international publications, and here are their tone. Why Satanists may be the last hope to take down Texas' abortion bill. Published September 3rd, 2021. Why Satanists may be the last hope. Satanic temple to fight Texas abortion law, citing religious freedoms. Why the Salem-based Satanic temple is challenging Texas' strict anti-abortion law. Satanic Temple joins backlash against Texas abortion law. This is from the New York Post. You see that all these, all these international, Boston.com, why Satanic Temple in Salem is working to increase freedom in Texas. It's just page and page and page of search results of the Satanic Temple attacking the Texas abortion ban as heroes, literally AP News, International, BBC News, Courthouse News, Justia, PolitiFact, HuffPost, Upworthy, Boing Boing, Business Insider, 
Yahoo News, Boston.com, The Hill, Boston Herald, New York Post, Axios, New Statesman, Boston Globe. And it's just the same article headline over and over and over again. So that's how news is run now. They just mass produce and push those stories. Why Satanists may be the last best hope to save abortion by Salon.com. The non-theistic organization joins the fray with a last-ditch legal maneuver to save abortion rights in Texas. And in the picture is the Baphomet with the two children. The statue that they had uh, posted outside of Oklahoma and Arkansas. Suggesting, and this is a heavy suggestion, the immediate impression is that they are going to attack Texas and use it as a battleground, the same as they used Oklahoma and Arkansas, to push their satanic agenda in the Midwest even further into a heartland state, a powerhouse Christian conservative state of Texas. So yeah, why Satanists may be the last best hope to save abortion rights in Texas. Enter the Satanic Temple, the non-theistic organization which is headquartered in Salem, Massachusetts, sent a letter to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the deep state, demanding access to abortion pills for its members. The group has established an abortion ritual and is attempting to use the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, which is created to allow Native Americans access to peyote for religious rituals, to argue that its members should be allowed access to abortion drugs like mesoprostol and mifeprostin for religious purposes. I am sure Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, who famously spends a good deal of his time composing press releases about religious liberty issues in other states, will be proud to see that Texas' robust religious liberty laws, which he so vociferously champions, will prevent future abortion rituals from being interrupted by superfluous government restrictions meant only to shame and harass those seeking an abortion. Satanic Temple spokesperson Lucian Graves told the San Antonio Current, The battle for abortion rights is largely a battle of competing religious viewpoints, and our viewpoint is the non-viable fetus is a part of the impregnated host is fortunately protected under religious liberty laws. It's unclear whether the Satanic Temple's strategy of appealing to the Biden administration will work. Last year, the group tried to overturn abortion restrictions enacted in the state of Missouri, but the Supreme Court declined to hear their case. Just another battlefield and this ongoing war between good versus evil. And it's not between the people you would suspect, the ones that actually believe in the devil, but the people who are worshiping the devil and Satan openly, who openly do not believe in the devil, are the Christian God for that point, but also operate under the umbrella of protection under the court system of the U.S. federal deep state government and tries to suppress and, and enforce their, their rules in a contrarian viewpoint in a weaponized way a politicized weaponized way they are a cudgel they are a different aspect to this giant Illuminati card game just like different religious sects always are and they're no more different than any other type of pawn of organized non-NGO non-profit charity groups operating on globalistic liberal, neoliberal, LGBTQ 
abortion, feminist, anti-family, anti-Christian, anti-Christ, uh, establishment, Western establishment, hedonism, and sodomy lifestyles, right? Sodomistic lifestyles with the cultural entrappings and aesthetics of actual uh, Baphomet, satanic, devil-worshipping, horror, heavy metal aesthetic, which I think these articles have kind of surmised and everything. But they're real. They're real active groups. They are currently operating throughout Texas, specifically in Austin, Dallas, Houston, and San Antonio. Uh, there's one in El Paso as well. But all these stories seem to revolve around these communities and this Texas Triangle. But there's also a thing called the Texas Pentagram. Now, the Texas Pentagram is very interesting uh, as a concept. And I would be amiss to talk about Texas Satanism without talking about the Texas Pentagram. And yes, I know I, I whitewashed this, uh, you know, the whole story about Texas violence and Texas terror uh, satanic murders and you know hidden cemeteries and all that kind of stuff, which does exist, which does exist, by the way. But I also want to get to the point that there is a that there is like an occult and uh, relationship to the Church of Satan in Texas that. Uh, kind of goes unknown but at the same time it's so large that people either are not aware of it until when they see it then they can't deny it uh, the Texas Pentagram the Texas Pentagram, the Lone Star State by the way the one star, the Lone Star State of Texas uh, historically that slogan the Lone Star State with its pentagram heraldry, the five pointed star of the Eastern Star uh, you know, family the Isis star is the same star that the Church of Satan and the, uh, the, the uh, Satanic Temple both use aggressively. They both use openly a five-pointed downward-facing star versus the five-pointed upward-facing star as on the Texas flag. But the heraldry of the single star is the pentagram, the five-pointed star, is the same. Absolutely the same. It's because Texas is far older and far deeper connected to this identity of Phoenician, anti-Christian, pre-Christian, ancient astral star worshippers of Astaria, etc. And it's very fabric of nature. The black stars, the art stars, the brazen stars, the barn stars are on the outside of many, many people's houses just as decoration. They are on every single flag flown high. Uh, people pledge their allegiance in the state to them. The Dallas Cowboys, the Houston Astros, the Dallas Stars, uh, all the professional sports teams have this pentagram associated with them fully emblazoned on everything. All the police badges have stars on them. Uh, this pentagram, the pentagrams of Texas. It's not enough to do its own episode and to go really too deep onto the entire occult and alchemical meaning of stars themselves, but know that Texas, yes, the lone star is absolutely a real fucking thing. And that's, that's 100% a direct connection with the Satanists in that sense of Texas witchery, witchcraft, Kabbalah, 
sacred geometry, whatever uh, you would like to describe it as, right? The pentacle is what it's known in black magic, white magic, uh, various alchemies, etc. There is no such thing as an inverted or unverted pentagram. It is neither inverted, upside down, or right side up. All stars mean the same thing. The so-called inverted pentagram is merely a sprite pentagram tilted 36 degrees. Indeed, there is no such thing as an inverted pentagram for such thing as a mathematical possibility. This is from Wearing Pentacles Anywhere, a book and handcraft for witches. There is no such thing as an inverted pentagram. The wearing of a five-pointed star upside down or right side up is metaphorically, is, is spiritually and occult the same. It's the occult. and It's the same in the occult. 100%. There are many covens that operate inside Texas. Many, many covens. And as I said, a lot of it is due to even ancient and more old uh, cults of um, ancient, ancient American cultures. As well as been adopted by Christian Catholic sects. As many of their symbolism has. The pentagram symbol, for example, in the Kabbalistic terms in the Freemason societies, who are also uh, Aramaic or Muslim in their iconography, such as the Shriners, have a very occult Middle Eastern association with the pentagram, using it as a tetragrammatron. The tetragrammatron on the five points. T, Tra, Gram, Ma, and Ton as the key of Solomon, the pentacle of Solomon. Which is one of the most important of all alchemical and occult symbols. And that is the literal heraldry of the Lone Star of Texas. As well as the Star of Venus, represented as Isis in the Sumerian culture, the Egyptian culture, or as Aphrodite, the virgin goddess of beauty, and or Athena, in which they separated those two artificially. I also have this article. That I would like to read one day, but it's got this huge unnecessary amount of information and everything. But basically, 
It's it's based on a book called Possessed by the Devil, featuring as many serial killers and murderers who have said as much in Texas history. I'm trying to find right now the pentagram uh, of Texas, and that is um, points in Texas, which are shaped like a pentagram. And that these points of Texas have a lot of tragedies that historically have followed them. Now you have, at one point, Suedad Horaz and El Paso of the pentagram. There are five points of the pentagram. You have Suedad Horaz and El Paso, which is the most violent city in the world. The highest murder rate of any city in the world on record. Suedad Horaz, right on the border of El Paso. They call it Hell Paso, right? And Richard Ramirez, the night stalker serial killer from California... Self-made Satanist was a self-made Satanist from his practices and knowledge gathered at cemeteries with local black magic Satanists and practitioners, the locals of El Paso, who are Mexican by origin, but it's crossing this line on a map. Now they're in America, El Paso, etc. El Paso, one of the points. Another point is Austin, Texas, where they had the Austin Tower mass shooting. Austin, Texas is a huge Babylonian sodomite hellhole where, yes, the universities exist, but at that very university, uh, and the seat of power, the Austin, the, the building, etc., but that's where all the laws of this entire empire come from, but the people and the population are super hedonistic, super sodomite, super nihilistic, uh, very modern neo-pagan, very idolatrous, very cult-like, and in the 60s, there was a huge MK Ultra assassination mass murder situation that happened, where a shooter killed uh, many strangers from a tower as a sniper, sniper tower, the Texas sniper, uh, Texas tower sniper incident is what it's called. Mass tragedy. Another point you have Dallas, Dallas Fort Worth, and um, a lot of a lot of crazy shit happens in Dallas. Terrible fucking city, hugely nihilistic. A lot of sodomite activity, a lot of fucking nihilism, a lot of depression, suicide, trans shit going on, crime, crime out the fucking ass. Uh, terrible place to live. Uh, you know, if you have to live there and endure it, but it's also the cultural pagan center. Like I said, the Cowboys, their star, the, the whole idea of the idolatry that comes from Texas worship itself and its own history originates in the Dallas Fort Worth area, as well as in the Austin area itself, etc. <clears throat> Another point though, out of the Dallas, which also has had its mass shootings, huge race riots, protests, tragedies, big storms, and even a, uh, almost, uh, finalized nuclear bomb attack that was going to happen in the Super Bowl but was canceled for various reasons in 2011. So Dallas is pretty fucked up in its own right, right? So that's uh, three points on the pentagram so far. Goes to Houston. Houston, serial capital of Texas. Serial capital of the world, I want to say. Because it's fucking a serial uh, paradise. There are so many ways to get away with murder and so many people to prey upon. And so uh, the population is 5.4 million people full of everything in every walk of life from very high societies to very, very low society uh, to the non-existent, like, below abyssal levels of society. You could easily disappear anyone or find any group of kids, whatever to take. Uh, the Candyman Killer, for example, is from Houston. The Texas Killing Fields outside of Houston uh, on the Highway uh, 70. Um, number of serial killer victims, gang violence, etc., drug addiction. Uh, it has been described by Vice... Do, a vice documentaries. It was described in a vice documentary as a as a wet Sodom, as a wet Sodom, basically. 
in, in terms of how, how decadent and evil and carnal and fucked up the whole place truly is. Every day is like fucking hell on earth in Houston. It really is. It's controlled uh, hell is what it is. It's hell, and it's got the like largest highway, huge metroplex, uh, so much human misery, so much human drama and misery going on in Houston. It's fucking crazy when you actually think about it. Uh, and after that, you go down to Brownsville. In Brownsville, that line cuts all the way across to Brownsville. Border, a lot of fucked up shit happened in Brownsville. There were battles fought for that land uh, against the Mexicans and the U.S. Army, um, you know, to help stretch the borders after it was basically stolen by the U.S. Army. And currently, that's just where a lot of crazy shit goes down. Brownsville is just like El Paso, Suedad Haraz. And if you actually look at those points, they look like a uh, pentagram. They look like a pentagram. When you add up those five points um, that stretch across Texas and inside those points misfortune evil hardship pain suffering um, the cult activities these covens the satanic temple covens exist Dallas Austin Houston San Antonio El Paso they exist in those points San Antonio is in the middle of that pentagram by the way it's the center of that pentagram if Austin, Dallas, Houston, El Paso, and Brownsville are your external, outside-facing points of the five-pointed star, San Antonio is the heart. It's the direct center of that star. And as I've said before, there's a lot of fucked-up deep state shit. And I think the deep state's secret capital is San Antonio, Texas. 100% believe that San Antonio is the capital of the New World Order. I 100% am believing that the, the they're going to push with this liberalized militant agenda with these different cult sects of modernism and internationalism like the satanic cults the uh and i mean that in general what they are the satanic church the church of satan i know they're anti-theistic they don't believe in satan or whatever i don't either so um, i see them for what they are they're political groups they're ngos they're cults they're cults of personality they're cults of fashion they're cults of agendas and they're going to use this to try to modernize and liberalize, but at the same time commit all their weird, pagan, organized criminal acts. And murder is murder. If you're murdering someone because you believe Baphomet and Beelzebub are going to give you gold, our Lord Paimon is going to give you knowledge or whatever to succeed uh, in life, or if you're killing a man just to kill a man because the Church of Satan allows you to get away with that morally, or if you're killing a man just because you're a murderer, who happens to be in the Church of Satan and they're not connected events. You're just a killer who happens to like Satan and worship Satan like Richard Ramirez. The, the end of the day, the situation is still the same. A Satanist or a person is getting killed by a Satanist. Uh, that happens. There is a lot of Satanic murders. Like I said, a lot of crimes, a lot of criminals, a lot of murderers in Texas have confessed to being influenced by either Satanism or by being directly possessed or, or controlled by Satan themselves or Lucifer or whatever. And that, that's a thing in Texas uh, too. So they're, the idea that they're victims, they're innocent victims, and that they're all good, uh, kind-hearted people is clearly propaganda. But who is controlling that propaganda? Who is controlling these journalists who are writing about the Church of Satan and the Temple of Satan who are, who, are, who are writing about these different groups that are basically foreign invaders operating as religious cults inside the inside of Texas, recruiting members 
through arts and culture and through legal aid and representation and through reaching out directly to children as charity groups, like an NGO tactic as it is, who's giving them publicity? Who's telling them that these people are good? The true masters of the world, the globalists, the industrialists, the capitalists, the Freemasons, the Babylonian Talmudists, who see it as further attacks on their enemies, those that wish to be libertarian, truly libertarian, and control themselves morally and ethically along their religious, conservative, traditional ways of life. That's just calling a spade for spade. Now, I myself have no investment in, in, in the fight either way, but I know that there is a fight. I see the battle as it rages. I see that there is a two major populations, and they're contesting and battling using the, the, the statecraft of urban civilization, of late-stage empire. And I see it for what it is. This is, this is what the occult really is. This is the whole purpose of the occult, is to start motivating and moving society in directions and it's done by the elite that have spiritual and and philosophical educations that they keep hidden they keep occult do you get it they keep in the covert clandestine nature of things their truth isn't what they appear or how they appear but in this case, I feel it's more accurate and more obvious that the Church of Satan is an evil satanic group, regardless of what they say or how they say it. We know the truth because we feel it in our hearts. We know right and wrong, but we don't have to be told that the goat is actually our friend when we know it's our enemy. We don't have to be told that Satanists are good guys when we know they're actually evil. And we don't have to be told that what they're doing is going to help us when we know it's actually hurting us. We're smarter than that. We're real Texans. And you have been listening to the Beyond Top Secret Texan. Broadcasting to you from the third coast, the coast of the most Gulf Coast of Texas. Thank you all very much for giving me your attention and your time. I know it's very precious. God bless you and your families. Namaste and salam. Iron sharpens iron. A friend sharpens a friend. God bless you. Peace out.